the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. Good afternoon and welcome to the Hi Kids show. This is Hi Kids, Four Kids, Five Kids. My name is Ria Emmerman and I'm your host for today. And thank you for tuning into 101.9 Hi FM. I have a jam-packed show lined up for you today. I will be speaking to Craig Allenby. He is ma- he's the managing director of the National Zoo- Zoological Garden. So listen, kids, don't go away. We have a very interesting show today. Get ready for a very interesting show on Hi Kids today. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids, Four Kids, Bye Kids. My name is Ria Emmerman, and I'm nine years old. I have Craig Allenby with me in studio. So send your questions to 34519, WhatsApp to 061-895-1019. Good afternoon, Craig. Hi, good afternoon. Thanks for chatting to me. How are you? Hi, it's been a very good day. So I'm really excited to be with you here in studio. Me too. Let's start with the questions. How does the Pretoria Zoo differ to the Johannesburg Zoo? Well, first of all, one of the big differences, we're about twice the size of the Johannesburg Zoo. We have 85 hectares. That's quite a very large, large area that we yeah. have. So that's one of our big differences. But I think the biggest difference between us is we're the National Zoo of South Africa. So we represent South Africa across the world. We have certain things that we do special at the zoo, which they don't do at Johannesburg Zoo. So we do a lot of research in that. But I think for the general people that come and visit us, our biggest difference that they'll see is the size of the zoo. We're much larger than they are. Why is it the National Zoo of, of SA? In 1916, so that's that's many, many, many years ago, a hundred years ago or so, um, the the zoo, the Pretoria Zoo was declared the national zoo. So we have certain things that we have to do on behalf of the people of South Africa. And one of those things that we have to do is we look after animals in in a certain environment. So we don't work in areas like in the Kruger National Park and that. We work with what we call ex-situ conservation, which is conservation out of the normal environment. So that's what we do. But our big thing is to change people's behavior. We educate people about how to take care of nature, how to become ambassadors, how to get a passion for looking after animals. Okay. So do you still keep the animals in cages or are they in big areas? Yeah, we don't talk about cages anymore. That's still quite an old term. Yeah. Zoos have evolved and we try and keep them as big areas as possible. Oh, okay. Of course, nice. you know, we're not, we don't have the space that they have in natural parks and that, but yeah. we make sure that they keep, we keep the animals in areas that are appropriate. And most of them and all of them are happy. Well, they're definitely happy. That's one of our big things is to make sure they are. Okay. So we give them games to play. We make sure we give them different types of food to eat. So yeah. we really keep them busy. So you try and make them feel like they're in the wild. That's the big thing. We try and whatever natural behaviors that they do in the wild, we try and get them to do again. So a big thing in zoos is to make sure that the animals don't get bored. So we keep them busy with novel ideas. We hide their food away. We put different scents in the enclosures. So then if you want to let them out into the wild, you can because they know. But how to do it? Some of the animals you can release back into the wild, and there are certain animals that that's specifically what we breed to do. But there's a lot that we still have to learn about doing that. Oh, okay, so that's why you keep the zoo. Yes, exactly. What animals do you keep there? 
We have a whole variety of animals. We've got, I think that a song that we opened the show with was quite appropriate. We have an aquarium at the zoo. It's the largest inland marine aquarium on the African continent. That's cool. Yeah, so you can come and see sharks. We just got three new sharks. Do you name your animals? We allow people to name them. You can actually adopt an animal. You take guardianship with it, and then you can give them a name. So we have hmm. our own sp- names that we that we call the animals by, but we don't tell the general public what they are. Why? Because they start calling the animals by their names, and then they get confused. And we try and you know be able to to interact. Yeah. So we don't really tell the anim- the general you know the visitors to the zoo what the animals' names hmm, are. Okay. So they're allowed to name them. Yes, you can adopt an animal and give it a name. Okay. Are animals bored in captivity? Yes, that's one of the big functions of zoos is actually to breed animals because we know there's a huge crisis happening out there. Animals yeah. are dying out at a big rate. So that's what zoos try and do is we have breeding programs and some of them, the end goal is to actually be able to release them back into the wild. Yes, then you start bringing them closer and closer and then eventually they know exactly what it is like. So. Exactly. What did you want to be when you were growing up? Oh, I think like everyone, I had a multiple things that I wanted to do. But yeah. being able to work with, with animals, even though I'm not a trained zoologist, my area is tourism. So I really have this passion about changing people's behavior, getting them yeah. to, to love animals and to try and make a difference in the yeah. world. And I know you're also quite a fan of, of yeah, animals as I well. Am. So that's very exciting. Yes. So, is it like if you put monkeys in a cage, for instance, will you put food in there for them and then they have to catch it? Or will you just put the dead in front of them and tell them, well, this is what you're going to eat? Look, feeding animals is a very complicated process. So, we have a number of, of trained professionals and that's specifically what their jobs are. So, we have... In us, we have that working at the zoo, we've got three veterinarians. Yeah. And that's some of their big responsibilities. They work out the diet for, for the various types of animals. Yeah. Because you've got, like we, you know, we've got to make sure that they don't get fat because they yeah. can get fat very easily in the zoo. So then you feel, so then you've got to work out exactly what stuff they must eat. Exactly. And how much they must eat. That's the right quantity. How much the ones must eat. How much the babies must eat. How you take care of them. Exactly, you know exactly Maybe you should come and work for us at the zoo Can I volunteer? You can definitely come and volunteer with us We have a program at the zoo called the Zoo Club And that's our volunteer program for for people like yourself You first go and do a little course Where we orientate you We tell you exactly what to do in the zoo uh, How to be safe in the zoo And then we introduce you to the animals And then you volunteer Oh, okay What is your favorite animal? I always get asked that question, and I feel so it's unfair to have to answer the question. Because you love all animals. Oh, exactly. That's why I'm there. <laughs> so that's a difficult question. But you oh, just do. say all of them, because yeah. you don't have to have a favorite. Yeah, I do. But I do also have my own favorites at the zoo. One of them is an animal called the okapi. I don't know. Have you seen an okapi before? I don't even. I've never heard that name in my life before. Well, they occur in, in, in Africa. It's, uh, it's like a giraffe. It's a type of a giraffe. But they've got, you know, the same type of neck as a giraffe, but yeah. their body is more like an, like an antelope, so like a buck. But then on the back of they've got stripes, so they look like a zebra. So they look like oh, they've okay. been made from all various pieces of other animals. So they're quite special. Yeah. Like, imagine Mother Nature decided, let's put a buck and a zebra together. But exactly. That kind of looks like that with the yeah. giraffe's neck on it. The giraffe's neck. 
Has anything embarrassing ever happened to you? Oh, I think everything. <laughs> We've all had embarrassing moments, and I think some of them I don't even want to talk about on air. But of course, you know, I think one of the big things that normally happens to us at the zoo that's embarrassing is, you yeah. know, if you want to do something with the media and you arrange a special outing, or you've got a special group to come into yeah. the zoo, and then of course, you know what something they say? Goes wrong. Don't work with animals and children. <laughs> Then animals never want to work out or they never want to come out on when you want them to come out. Yeah. So I think that's some of the if you, embarrassing moments because everyone's so excited to see this animal yeah. arriving. Yeah, and then uh, why are these people here? I don't know them. I'm not coming anywhere. Exactly. I'm, I'm laying in today. <laughs> exactly. If you could have tea with anyone, dead or alive, fictional or non-fictional, who would it be? That, those are very interesting questions. One of the things that I'm really interested in is, uh, you know, a topic, I don't know if you, if you learned about it at school, perhaps called evolution. Yeah, and I haven't learned about it, but I know about it. So you know My about grandfather it. taught me. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah. I was having a chat to your grandfather earlier. He's a very interesting man. But the man who came up with this theory is a name of, by a man with the name of, of Charles Darwin. I would really have liked to have had a chat with him because I think he's interesting. Oh, okay. Some of these things I don't agree with what he says, but yeah, I would have liked to have had a cup of tea with yeah. him. Just talk about how you, uh, like how you think, how did he come up with the theory? Uh, what made him think, you know? Yeah, exactly. Basic questions. Yeah, and that after visiting one island and, you know, seeing there's so much splendor out there in the, in the wild, and how did he actually, you know, put this two and two together? Yeah. And that's, I think that would be a really interesting discussion. Yes. What is better, in your opinion, an animal sanctuary or a zoo? I think both organizations are, are very important, but they play very different roles. Yeah. So animal sanctuaries tend to be places that rehabilitate animals. So they're either animals that have been hurt or, you know, come into conflict, there have been fights with humans, so they need yeah. to be placed in a sanctuary. Whereas zoos play a very different role. We obviously yeah. do that same function as well. We look after animals that, yeah. that have been abandoned or been hurt. But sure. our biggest difference is we, we actively breed animals. We work in the natural areas to, yeah. to try and save them. But then also uh, we have a very specific function of changing people's behavior, getting them to be excited about animals. And saving the earth. I mean, without animals, I don't think humans can live. Can you imagine a world without animals? How? Yeah, there wouldn't be plants. Because birds, birds will take the seeds to another plant and poop in. They, in their poop. Yeah. So that's how, that's how the plants keep going. And without plants, humans can't survive. Because without plants, there's no herbivores. And without herbivores, there's no carnivores. You know, I really think you should come and work for us. But if so many people just shared your, your same views, yeah. you know, Disney has that wonderful movie called, yeah. you know, The Lion King. Yeah. And there they talk about the circle of life. Yeah. And everything is interlinked, as you just said. You know, yeah, we need. an ecosystem. Exactly. We need insects. We need grasses. We need everything luckily, to work together. Luckily, most of my friends care about that. In fact, all my friends do. And I think that your big job is to get some of your other people that you don't know to share the same kind of excitement okay. that you do. So then I can get people to save the earth. Exactly. Who were your role models growing up? Oh, there have been a lot of instrumental people in my life. You know, I think one has to start at home. I had wonderful parents who were just as excited about, about the world and making a difference. Uh, my mom was a, was a we nurse. We can't really live without... Animals, as I just said. 
Exactly. And, you know, I also had a very early interaction with a veterinarian, an animal doctor. Yeah, so they've all been role models yeah. in my lives. Have they changed that you, now that you're an adult? I think when you become an adult, if we ever really grow up totally, but I think yeah. you constantly interact and you meet wonderful new people. Yeah. I was lucky. I was last year, I was visiting Thailand really? uh, for a conference and I got to meet a very special lady. Her name is Jane Goodall. I don't know if you've ever heard oh, about I her. Have. You see, you're she, a really... chimpanzee hugged her. That's it. She's been working with chimpanzees all her life and she's a big supporter of, of zoos as well and the work that we do. So I think now she's become such an iconic person, such an important yeah. person for me. What did your parents want you to be when you were growing up? I was very lucky there that my parents were very supportive. So I've always wanted to have my, my career in, in, in conservation, but also in tourism. And everything just came together for me working at the zoo. I have, yeah. I think, one of the best jobs in the world. you wanted to work with animals and you wanted to get people to help animals. So that is actually the perfect job for you. It's a brilliant job. I'm, every day I'm very blessed that I can go and do the job that I do. What did you study to prepare for this job? I uh, studied at the University of Pretoria and I have a master's degree in tourism management. Yeah. But then that was many, many years ago, and I've been with the zoo, oh, goodness, almost 30 years. So yes, it's 30 years of, of, of meeting wonderful people. And, you know, you learn more from your interactions with other people and seeing how they do things than the actual qualification so many years ago. Yeah. Do you have pets at home? I do. I have two wonderful rescue dogs. I, the female dog, her name is Venus, and I That's got a, a nice name. And the the male dog's name is Apollo, and both of them were were Good abandoned life. dogs, and they are the sweetest animals ever. So I look so forward to getting home in the afternoons. They yeah. rush down to the gate, and yep, are so yep, excited. Yep, 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 yep. Exactly, Trying and they're to tell you so about excited. Yes. You can you cannot guess what I did today. Listen, yep, 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 and all you're hearing is yep, 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 yep. Exactly, you know. <laughs> okay, on that note, let's take a quick song break, and we'll be right back. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Rio Emmerman, and I'm your host for today. Now let's carry on with our questions. How important, um, how much does it cost to get into Pretoria Zoo? The entrance fees to the zoo are 110 rand for adults and 70 rand for children. Okay. Now that might sound a lot, but if you look what you're paying to go and watch a movie and you can come for the entire day and see almost 5,000 animals. So I think it's really value for money to come out to the zoo. What is your most favorite place in the world? Oh, goodness, that is a challenging <laughs> question. Yeah. Um, I was fortunate some, some years ago to actually go and visit Israel. I went to, to the Ramat Gan Zoo, which is one of the international zoos that we have a relationship with. We've actually exchanged some animals with them. Really? So, I think, so how yeah. do you get them across the sea? 
that is a big, big, big issue. We actually fly, depending on the animals, some of them have to travel by, by ship, you know, if they're very large and that, but most animals. Shame they won't like it. No, they get used to it. No, they do the fine. Ship. You always send veterinarians with them. Oh, okay. But most animals will, will fly out. We'll send them on, on cargo aeroplanes. Yeah, like meerkats and monkeys and stuff. Yeah, you know, even antelope. You really? know, big buck and that you, you send by aeroplane. Sometimes it's a bit of a challenge. You've got to make sure that they have the right size of aeroplane so that the cargo hold is big enough to hold the crate yeah, where they keep the animals in. It must be a little bit sad being cramped up into this one little space. Ah, but it's normally just for very short periods. Oh, okay. Does the Gau train go past Pretoria Zoo? Very close to us. It actually, if you come and visit us from Johannesburg on the Gau train, you get off at the Pretoria station. Yeah. And we've got the bus running from the Pretoria station, stopping right in front of the zoo in Pretoria. Oh, so it doesn't, it does stop right in front of the zoo. The bus stops right in front of the right zoo, in yes. Right in front of the zoo. So it's a really nice experience coming on the Gau train. Gau train, imagine, two nice experiences in a row. Gau train, you get after in front of a zoo. And the <coughs> third great experience, you go to the zoo as well. Yeah. Is Pretoria Zoo open in the holidays? We're open every single day of the really? year. We don't close one day of the year. So anyone can come and visit. When you've got some free time, hop on the Gau train, get a bus and come and visit us at the zoo. We're open every day from half past eight until half past five, 365 days a year. Not, uh, even on public holidays? Especially on public holidays because there's a lot of people that are looking for things to do People that live in flats and they're always looking for somewhere else to go, uh, somewhere out to go, a green space. So oh. we have a lot of people coming to okay. visit us on public holidays. Oh, my school has a public holiday. I'm coming there. You better bring them along. Would you rather be happy with nothing or unhappy with everything? I think that's a, a very interesting question. I, think I came up with it myself. That's a very good question. I think I would be happy with people, very nice people around me, people that care for one. I think that to have everything in life, you've got nothing more to, to wish for. So yeah. I'd rather just have nice people in my life. So you'd be happy with nothing. Because if you're happy with nothing, you still have something. And you've got something you to hope for. happiness. Exactly. Zoos around the world are getting bad press. What makes Pretoria Zoo different? I don't think zoos, all zoos around the world are getting bad press. Zoos are doing a lot of good work. Um, you said earlier that rehabilitating the wild. Yes. Rescuing endangered animals and then breeding them, then eventually let them out into the wild. Yes. So, and, and, and all zoos are doing that. You know, the big zoos around the world are doing a lot of good work in saving animals. So yes, things do go wrong in, in zoos as in any other type yeah. of organization. But we're always trying to do things better and to, to yeah. improve. What are the hardest parts about your job? I think the hardest thing is when we lose one of our animals. That's you know, sad. The, that's very sad. You work with them every single day. You become very attached to them. And when they die, it's yeah, really... you have a dog or a cat, and it, then they just one day you find them dead. That's very sad. Our, our conservation staff, people who work with the animals, really have a tough time when that happens. Yeah. Do you build like a grave or something for them? Do you bury them? We unfortunately we can't because we've always got to be careful about diseases and other animals getting getting ill. So we we unfortunately can't bury them. We have to 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 cremate them.
which means they we have an incinerator so unfortunately we have to we have to burn them that's, that's it's sad. not a nice that's thing that's even more sad but unfortunately one always has to look you know what's the risk of any of the other animals getting ill in the zoo yeah that's a lot so unfortunately it's not a nice thing that has to happen no when an animal gets gets ill in the zoo, do you fix it? We have a hospital at the zoo. We have but a, what happens like a huge one, like a giraffe? All those animals, we as we have three vets, full-time animal doctors working for us, and every day they go through the zoo and have a look at the animals and make sure if they're healthy, if there's anything wrong, and if necessary, they can treat them in their, in their enclosures. A giraffe. A giraffe, yes. A giraffe in there. Yes. Yes, we've got very big facilities, and then we've got mobile things as well. So if a giraffe needs an x-ray, we have the equipment that we actually take into the zoo. Oh, my gosh. We have an is, the, is the giraffe okay with it? Well, you, you, you'd put them to sleep, you know, because oh, they're not okay. going to stand around. So you'll put them to sleep, no. take the x-ray, and if necessary, we load them into our ambulance. We have an ambulance at the zoo as well. Mm. What, are the hot, what is the best part of your job? I think one of the great things is, first of all, when, when you make a difference in the life of an animal, in a species, when you're able to breed something new. Mm-hmm. But more importantly is, you know, when people come through our gates and they get so excited about the animals, and hopefully, you can just hope that somebody you've changed and that they are like you become so excited about yeah, animals. and then they're like, and then you discover, oh, the animals are endangered. Well, let's help them. And then you get more and more people doing that. And then eventually, we can save the earth. That's the great thing to be excited about. If there was one thing you could bring back into the world, what would it be? I don't think if there's one specific thing that I'd like to bring back into into the world, but I, what I would like to see is people having the same kind of energy and excitement about animals that you have. If we can get people just to change their behaviors, you know, silly things like plastic bags, yeah. not using plastic bags. Luckily, they're going to ban them in, in, in Gauteng. But if people and just... And they're also, they're, also, they're also starting to use paper straws instead of plastic straws. Exactly. And if we can get more people to do that, more people to love and to recycle, that I would be really happy about. Yeah. If there was one thing, you have achieved so much already. What else would you still like to achieve? I think the thing that makes me so excited now is the the next phase where the zoo is in and we're busy looking at how do we redevelop the zoo? Mm-hmm. How do we get ready for for the biggest challenges that are waiting for us now? How how do we respond to climate change? Because you know we know the well, world you, is changing. You can make like in cages maybe you could get a special aircons. Those are all type of things that we're looking at, and that makes me excited. Yeah. So, uh, to have the next generation of zoo yes. in Pretoria. Imagine, like, uh, with the animal, the animals that need daylight will have daylight uh, um, every twenty-four hours. The animals that need darkness will get darkness. Exactly, and if you think about what's happening out there, zoos are becoming more and more important. So these kind of things that you're talking about now are the things that we're considering. Yeah. If you could describe yourself in three words, what would they be and why? I think most people will will, will agree with me. And one of my areas is I'm really a people's person. I enjoy people. They give me so much energy. I love being with people. So I think that's one of the things I would I would like to to uh, to to describe myself with. 
And uh, sometimes I think a negative thing is like sometimes too concerned about detail. Yeah. But let's rather focus on the positive things. I just yeah. love people. <laughs> and the third one? The th- what would you say the third one would be if you've met me a few minutes now? Let's yeah. throw it back at you. Uh, wait, I'm asking the question. It's not you. <laughs> Whose interview is this? And I think the, the third one is I really have a lot of empathy and passion for, for, for animals. All the way through from the ones that we care at the zoo to my own Venus Apollo at home. Yeah, they're both great gods. Exactly. What advice would you give our listeners out there? I think one piece of advice that I would, would like to give the listeners out there is we can all make a difference. We mustn't see this challenge of, of saving the world as too big. Each one of us, you don't need to be a, a specialist or a scientist. We can all make one little change at home that's going to make a big, uh, big difference. Let's conserve water. You spoke about it. Let's do recycling. Yeah. But I, th- I think also another very important one, if you can, support organizations such as the zoos and yeah. such as the sanctuaries, such as the SBCA. Even though we all have different animals mm-hmm. that we're looking, uh, looking after and taking care of, we all have the same goal at the yeah. end of the day, to make lives better for animals. Yes. What is the cleverest animal at the zoo? I think it's definitely got to be some of the primates. So we have four gorillas. And I've seen them do amazing things. We have a pair of chimpanzees. We had an octopus. He was really? very, very ingenious how he used to do Apparently open things. Hunters. Exactly. And hiders. And I hiders. once saw a video of an octopus hiding from a pajama shark by, by putting uh, shells all over it. Well, animals never cease to, ma- to amaze me. Yeah. Thank you for coming on Chai Kids and teaching us more about what you do. It sounds like an interesting job to have. Thank you very much. Thank you. So after the song, I'll count how many times you can say the tongue twister in 10 seconds. You can call now on 010-140-3020. This has been Chai Kids, for Kids, by Kids. My name is Ria Immerman and I'm 9 years old. Thank you to our guest, Craig Allenby, for coming on Chai Kids, and thank you to our producer, Mandy, and Craig for pushing the big red buttons. Join us tomorrow for another Chai Kids show. Goodbye, kids.